Okay, my friends. So today, oh, today we have a fun surprise for you. We're starting a new book. It Five is mm -hmm. modern bedtime stories. Modern day bedtime stories for building character. This book was written by Savannah Bloom. It's the first volume, and we really loved these because they teach all kinds of virtues. Virtues are so important. So we thought, you know what, we have to share this with everyone, and we're going to put a link to the book so you can go out and grab it and follow along with us as we read it. So today's story the, um, is the first story in the book, and it's called... Dino move a muscle. Dino move a muscle. I, I feel like it means do not move a muscle. Kind of kind of close to that, right? But before we do this story, we want to give our patron shout out. And oh, and we'll do our names too here. Thank you for reminding me. So today's story is for the Evans family. It's for Mr. Adrian and Miss Haley and little to Jacob and hi there to their mom and dad. And we wanted to say we really hope that you guys enjoy today's story. And if you are listening and you're like, oh, that's fun. They got a shout out. I want to know how that happens. You can go over to Patreon slash Storytime with Philip and Mommy and find out more details. Um, but guys, we, we know that you're going to love this story. And it's all about self-control. So in tonight's story, Gus learns that he has the power to stay still. An important skill that every kid must learn. Are you ready for it? Today's story is read by Mommy and... What's your name? Oh, there's so many things he could be. There's so many things. The face, the face he's making. <laughs> Have you decided? Whoa. What was that? So what are you? I'm Francis from Lego Fortnite. You're Francis from Lego Fortnite? Yep, I just Amazing. left my village. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I'm playing these games. Oh, wow. Yep. Well, let's hope that no dinosaurs show up. What do you say? Oh, yeah, I've killed Whoa! Battling against dinosaurs? Like, yeah, yeah. Ooh. And I've also been in the Ice Age. In the Ice Age? Yeah, this is incredible. Yeah. Well, guys, hold on to your briefcases, because we are going to go learn about a little bit more about that right now. Are you ready? Here we go. Not long ago, there was a boy named Gus who had so much energy, he couldn't sit still. At times, it was good to have so much energy. As soon as he woke up, he would run around his house and yard, playing for hours and hours. When going on errands with his mom, he would skip and leap and practice his ninja kicks and climb over all sorts of things before his mom could stop him. But there were also challenges in having so much energy. It was very hard to control it. And it seems his parents were always asking him to do just that when eating dinner he was supposed to just sit there he couldn't stand on the chair or do jumping jacks or anything fun now who does that remind me of someone who has a hard time sitting still during dinner 
And when waiting in line at the supermarket, he couldn't climb the cart or do somersaults on the conveyor belt or do anything else but stand still. Sitting still wasn't fair. He was supposed to, what was he supposed to do with all of his energy? It kept welling up inside of him like a full glass of water under a waterfall. How was it not supposed to overflow? Just wiggle your feet, his mom would say, or tap your toes. Well, he tried it. Tap, 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 tap. Can you tap softer, please? She would say soon after. Squeeze this ball, his dad said on a road trip. Imagine a story, his grandfather suggested. Recite the poems or songs you've memorized, his babysitter said. So Gus tried their advice, squeezing a ball, imagining a story, and reciting songs. But they didn't use up much of his energy at all. He needed to move. At the zoo, he again had to wait in line, and this time to see a new robotic dinosaur. And again, he got in trouble. Don't climb the fence, the zookeeper said. Why? Gus asked. The dinos aren't real. They're as close to real as can be, and they're programmed to sense movement which means they can only see things that are moving, and when they see something moving, they'll pretend to gobble it up. And it wouldn't be fun to be in a metal dino belly. Yikes. Okay, right then and there, can you imagine being eaten by a robot? I can't. I don't think robots are broken, but in this story, perhaps they are. Let's see what happens. Okay. Gus eyed the fenced-in area, scanning for robo-dinos. Just when he thought he saw one, his dad pulled him back into line. It's... but it's too hard to stay still, Gus complained. I understand how hard it can be when your body wants to move, his dad said. But your mind is stronger than your body. So it can tell your body to wait. For example, our body tells us when it's time to go to the bathroom. Your mind tells it to wait for the toilet. And when your body wants candy at bedtime, your mind tells it to wait until the next day. So if your body is telling you it needs to move, your mind can tell it to wait. Your mind his boss. Gus was about to ask a question when the screams started. It's loose! The dino is out of its cage! Run! The crowd panicked. People ran in all directions and before he could object, his father swooped him up, carrying him away faster than he knew his dad could run. Oh my goodness. Okay, what kind of robot do you think it is? You think it's a T-Rex? From his vantage point on his dad's shoulder, he could see the robotic T-Rex for the first time. You were right. Though he was mostly scared, he was also in awe. 
it looked incredibly real and huge. He kind of wanted to see it up close, and it seemed like he was going to get his wish. It was coming right for them. Dad, it's after us! His dad looked back and yelped, It'll be okay, he said, darting into a tunnel and setting Gus down. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Don't move. His dad whispered, Remember, it senses movement. Gus hid behind his dad but peeked around just as the dinosaur's head appeared in the tunnel opening. It's big jaws were nearly as big as the opening, each of its dozens of teeth as big as Gus's hand, and its closest eye was wide open, peering at them as if it wanted them for a snack. Gus froze. He had to. He didn't want to be gobbled inside the robo-dino's belly. His mind demanded his body to obey. Don't blink, he told his eyelids. Don't breathe, he told his lungs. The beast kept watching him, and then Gus's ear itched. The itch was annoying, painful, pestering him. Itch me, itch me. The ear begged, don't itch it, he told his hand. His ear tingled, it tickled, it demanded he itch it. I will not, his mind said. His drying eyes were latched onto the dino's giant eye. Blink, they urged. His mind said, not a chance. His lungs were demanding air. Breathe, breathe now, they commanded. Not until I say yes, his mind ordered. His ear was tingling. His eyes were burning. His lungs were empty. No, no, no. He told everything for a longer time than he thought possible. They listened. He didn't blink. He didn't itch. He didn't breathe. Just long enough. Stop. 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 The T-Rex stomped away and Gus itched and blinked and breathed again. Boy, take a deep breath. You feeling okay? That was pretty intense, wasn't it? Wow. <clears throat> Once the stomping Robodino was far away, Gus's dad hugged him. Good job, buddy. I knew you could do it. And Gus was proud of himself as well especially his mind. Now, his dad said, 
If only I could bring one of those with us to help with your table manners. Oh. Oh my. I don't think I would want to bring any of those dinos home with me. Although it might be helpful. Now, how long can you tell your eyelids not to blink? Hmm? For a long time, huh? Well, I have another question for you. When is it good to stay still? Can you think of a time where it's good to stay still? You can? When? Bedtime. Bedtime. Well, yeah, because you want to lay your body down and go to sleep, huh? Mm -hmm. And I am proud of you because I know you have learned to have some self-control in that department, too. But I think it might be fun if I pretend like I'm a robot. Next time I need you to be still, I'll say, Robo-Dinosaur! Then you'll have to be really, really still. What do you think about that? All right, my friends. Um, and those questions are actually in the book. This book is really, really good about offering you up conversation points, talking points. And that is... The end. The end. Thanks so much for listening to today's story. If you wanted to get a copy of this story, I have got a great tool I wanted to make you aware of. You can pop over to amazon.com slash shop slash storytime with Philip and mommy. And you will see I've created a list for every month of the year. And in each list, I have put links for every story that we have read in that month. So you can easily find a link to the story so you can purchase it for yourself. And of course, this all goes to help support our, our podcast so we can get new materials. And of course, don't forget, you can also pick up your copy of the Storytime with Philip and Mommy book, The Sprightly Sprite and the Dragon Dragon. And of course, we always hope that you guys enjoy our stories. And we want to say thank you so much for listening.